Thank you guys for joining me in another episode of Steven's Sentiments. This week, my guest is a very special person near and dear to my heart. Her hobbies include yoga, working out, running, walking, hiking, handstands, backbends, popping my zits, and getting her feet rubbed by me. I'd like to introduce everyone to my tiny baby wife, Gracie. I'm only doing this because it's your birthday week. Yeah, and that's one thing that's actually pretty unique about, well, Gracie introduced it to me eight years ago when we first got married, is instead of just your birthday, you have a week dedicated to your birthday. And it makes my birthday really special, and it makes her birthday (laughs) really stressful. (laughs) Because I got to come up with seven cool things. Well, no, you don't. I seven do. foot rubs? <laughs> well, remember, remember earlier today you said, do you think you, you'll be able to do something special for my birthday week? Because <laughs> you've done... You've That's done, only because I was being extra incredible in that moment. <laughs> yeah, you really were being extra incredible and I'm grateful for it. So You're I, blushing. I'm not. <laughs> You're blushing. Here's something that is actually pretty unique about me. I don't blush. I don't get embarrassed. But but Gracie does. <laughs> I thought we would start uh, this episode off. I thought kind of the objective of it would be to let everyone know. And you know I'm a private person. Like I don't have social media and all that. But I thought it would be fun to give everyone a glimpse into our relationship. Not our problems in our relationship. <laughs> which are mainly stem from me. But (laughs) I thought we'd start from the beginning and how we met because Gracie and I have known each other for Mm. 12 years. Was it 16? Was I 16? I, yeah. And you were 15? Mm Yeah, so. 14 or 15. Wow, so 12 years we've known each other. But our entire lives we've lived a mile away from each other. Yeah, we lived down the road from each other, literally just a mile. We went to different schools until high school, and then she joined me for just one year. Was it just one year you went to Timview? Mm-hmm. I had to burp, and you can't burp into the microphone. Otherwise, yeah. you lose followers, and re- your reputation is tarnished. Darn it. Uh, so we've known each other 12 years, and we've been married Seven and a half of those 12 years. Crazy. So what were... It's a long time. I know. What were we doing in the time we weren't dating? Well, we met in high school through mutual friends. We We don't need to talk about names. Yeah. Of any of those people. (laughs) We had mutual friends. Well, I like all these people. I don't know why you don't want to name them. I don't not like them. I'm just saying. Maybe they don't want to be... That's true. Podcast of the world. They don't want to be associated with us. Probably not. But we were just good friends. Well, you were actually my best friend. So For you, a minute. you messaged me on Facebook. We became friends. and We got really close, and I thought we were just best friends, but apparently you thought we were more. There's no such thing. A girl and a boy cannot be friends. You're the one who just said we were best friends first. Well, I know, but let me finish my theory. This is not my theory. This is popular. Um, Boy and girl cannot be friends because one person 
will always want it to be more. Yeah, that's because you're the cute girl who's fine being friends with boys. I had lots. I had pretty much only guy friends. I guarantee you if I reach out to those guy friends. I had guy friends and Paige. Yeah. Is that? I know. And all those guys wanted to be more than just friends. No. No. I guarantee it. Mm, No. I wasn't that cool. All of my male audience listeners, I... If you could just text me and tell me you agree with me, that would be fantastic. <laughs> you can reach me at 801. Just kidding. I'd never give my phone number out. I barely give my phone number out to like people I know and I'm very close with. I'm thinking about taking my phone number off the church records. Oh. <laughs> and my email address. I want to still be active, but but I don't want everyone to text me. You just don't want to get a calling. Yeah, and I'm I'm fine with a calling. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I don't want a calling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I have no problem having a calling in our church. The the problem is we travel so much, so it's really difficult. Well, the problem is we get called the primary, which isn't a problem unless kind of a problem. You've done it for seven years straight, and you're like maybe something new. Yeah, we when we first moved down here to Arizona, we told our bishop like, "Hey, we've been in primary our whole married life, even before that, teaching the kids in primary class." So, like, we want anything other than that. Literally, the next week called us to primary. <laughs> like, you didn't even hear what we said. Well, um, and that's fine. Because we we're really, it. really good at it. Yep. You are really, really good at it. I don't know. I Kids do. love you. I can plan a lesson, but you're more. So, that's enjoyable. actually something that I, like, wanted to talk about. Because we have very different personalities and approaches to life but we complement each other pretty well. So this is a perfect example in primary. Like we make a great team because I'm there, you know, hanging out with the kids, making them laugh, having a good time. Making sure we have fun and I make sure we stay on on task. Yeah, exactly. You're good at uh, being the adult in the room, I guess. (laughs) I'm good at being the fun guy. I I remember there'd be times when like there was a little kid was like, literally like poking another kid in the head you you had to say like hey stop and i'm pretty sure it was me poking that little kid in the head <laughs> just a distraction not a distraction in the primary class um but back to back to high school oh, when yeah. we met yeah so we we were close friends we were really close friends and i i had to, i would tell you everything like cuz i had girls that i was Kissing. This is why you can't be mad at me be, for not thinking we were more than friends. I, because I, I do not blame you. All, at all you ever talked to me about was girls you were kissing, and what uh, my advice was. And, and you had great advice. On and on and on. That's why I was kissing so many girls. You had such good advice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you're the last person hey, i want to uh, have a relationship with because you're just uh, no. kidding all these other girls i, I totally get it i 100 agree steven in high school was kind of a punk and he has totally turned Plus, his life i around. had a strict policy where i didn't date guys whose thighs were as big as my arm and my thighs were twice <laughs> 10 times the size because i was way too self-conscious about that and this is actually making a lot of sense about the guys you did kiss then <laughs> oh Eventually, I uh, let go of that policy, I guess. Yeah. And you went from no dating those kind of guys to only marrying those kind of guys. Yep. 
Yeah, I was a I was kind of a twig in high school, and now kind of. now I'm fat loser oh, with no friends. Please shut it. I body shame myself. I was looking at myself in the mirror today, and I had a hard time making eye contact. And I was like, "You're oh disgusting." Gosh. This is not a good thing for people to listen to. Oh, yeah. Everybody, mm-hmm. your bodies are beautiful. You, everyone's body, but mine is beautiful. If you guys looked at my body, be like, "What is that?" You have two belly buttons. <laughs> you do have two belly buttons. I legitimately have two belly buttons because of my dialysis tube that came out of my stomach. Yeah, if you haven't listened to episode six with Ethan. I can't remember which episode it was. I know a mom. I know. You're, You're one of my biggest fans. One of. <laughs> You're probably my second biggest fan. Who would you say is number one? I don't my know. mom. <laughs> Your mom. So... It, that's actually good. So many of you guys here in each of my episodes, I will without fail say, sorry, Steph. And Stephanie is my mother-in-law. And I don't know how people like Joe Rogan are able to talk the way he does. And like no one in his family is like, dude, you talk like. They probably. They, they probably, probably all talk that way. No, they probably say something, but no, I he doubt doesn't it. care. I, I'm thinking they all talk that way, which is fine that everyone talks that way. I just try I try so hard and fail so often <laughs> to try fail. to keep My it clean. My mom's expectations are exceptionally high. So They are. I, I kind of help lower her expectations, <laughs> which is But good. that's only because she wants to listen with Abby, which yeah, so Gracie she can't has, do everything with Abby. Gracie is 20-something years old. Something. You're 26. You're 26 years old, and she has a 5-year-old or 6. 6-year-old. Six 6-year-old six sister, so that makes things pretty interesting so she always who has to do everything my mom is doing so oh they're attached at the hip so they were listening to my episode on on my mission and apparently ebby being six years old that's her name asked what an erection is do you think your mom told her she probably explained it yeah very she, scientifically yeah which is great that's the appropriate thing to do if she asked me i'd say i i don't know we'll have to ask Devin, <laughs> because that beats me. Okay, let's get back on track. What were we talking yeah, about? Yeah, you know what? I In my last episode, I said I think I have adult ADD. You do, sure. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking everyone else but me has it. Maybe. That would make more sense. Maybe just everyone you interview. Everyone I interview has ADD. Or maybe it's contagious and well, you give it to everyone. <laughs> that's how... Uh, what does it stand for? Attention deficit disorder. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. So it's actually funny because when I started this podcast, Gracie was a huge supporter. She always supports me in everything I do. But I had started, you know, brainstorming ideas of, of episodes that I want to do. I'm like, oh, I can interview my brothers, my parents. Um, Literally named everyone. He's like my bishop. My bishop. My best friend. <laughs> naming everyone on the planet but me. And... I don't really want to do this, but I was a little offended. <laughs> Babe, don't say you don't want to do this. And the reason why I haven't had you on until now is because when you have like a precious little treasure that you don't want the world to see or know about, you try to protect it and keep it safe. No, it's because you don't want your podcast to be serious and I can't be funny. Enough That's no, 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 <laughs> no. That is a second aspect of it is my podcast isn't is super sarcastic, super sarcastic, and I'm often teasing other people. And I don't want to be sarcastic and tease my wife because I'm not a very serious person, but my relationship is very serious. 
And so it's hard to separate those and bring it together. But I think we're doing a good job so far. Even though I, even though I've been trying to, to get to uh, the end of a story for 12 minutes now. Okay. I'll finish the story. Yeah, so, I want to hear your side of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I remember where we are. <laughs> so you... <laughs> I won't finish the story. We're friends. Story. Anyway, I tried to kiss Gracie one day. We, were, we had skipped class and we were at my buddy's house in his basement. His parents were never home. It was amazing. And... I was, we were sitting on the couch, laying on the couch, actually, just kidding, Steph. We were sitting on the couch <laughs> six inches away from each other, and I had tried kissing Gracie, and she she was not kissing me I was back. deliberately not kissing you, because you were just telling me about all these girls you kissed. I'm like, not going to kiss I you know. just for fun, because then that will ruin our friendship. Right, you can, kiss, you can kiss people for fun and still have a friendship. No, Sometimes not like not like, like the friendship we had. No, or I, I thought we had. It's it's easy looking back, being an adult now and knowing like, yeah, you I were mad her. because your ego was so bruised from that. Mm-hmm. I would say less ego and more feelings were hurt because I I liked you, but but I do think had we kissed then, we probably wouldn't be married today. Because it, pr- it probably would have just been a kiss. Then eventually you would have tried to grab my bum and I would have said, uh-uh-uh, I don't mm-hmm. think so, little miss. Well, anyway, what ended up happening is I kissed Devin's friend. No, sorry. Babe, you, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just saying how it works is you, I tried to kiss you. Then I'd go and tell my buddies I kissed her because I don't want to be embarrassed and say like, yeah, she You went and told them you kissed me. Yeah. I was a high school boy. What do you want me to do? Be honest. And then the next day at lunch, my buddy comes up. He's like, hey, dude, we have this in common. I kissed her too. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I didn't actually kiss her. So after that, I cut her off. Yeah, like hardcore. Like never would talk to me again, blocked me on all platforms. Well, so is an immature. Just way, I mean, we were 16 yeah, the, the thing is, though, I didn't block you because you kissed this individual. I blocked you because you kept correcting my grammar on Facebook. Yeah, I had to roast you somehow. Oh, it's driving me nuts. It's like you knew that little knife exactly where you to stab and twist. terrible grammar, but guess what? You have good grammar now, thanks to me and your Nana. I have better grammar now. It's not, I wouldn't say it's good. I'd say it's better. Well, and so that's well. why I had to block her. That's the nice thing about Facebook if well, good or bad, I guess. If you don't like what you see, you can block it. And so I didn't talk to you for three years. Like not even, okay, so maybe I know that there was specifically one time in those three years we talked and it was, it kind of felt like you were doing it to like mock me. So what happened? Just, I don't remember. Just let me tell the story. Okay. Uh, we didn't talk. For three years. I think maybe I tried to like text you here and there, but you never replied to me. You want to know what we would do? Actually, now that I remember, every once in a while, we would send each other a photo of our middle finger. Oh my gosh. That was when we were friends. That wasn't, that wasn't in this period. That makes more sense. But yeah, like apparently that was a funny thing to do. Oops. Very funny thing to do. Um, yeah. So we didn't talk for three years and then 
the night, I didn't even know you were going on a mission. I knew nothing about you. I didn't keep tabs on you. You blocked me. You thought that I was mocking you in that instance? So, yeah. So you FaceTimed me late at night with Tanner Astle the night before you left on your mission, right? Mm-hmm. And you were just going through your phone FaceTiming every girl, I guess. No, 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 no. Yeah, you were. Not every girl. Any, anyone online on Facebook. Okay. Well, I was in bed. I had a face mask on. Mm-hmm. It was dark. And so I wasn't going to uh, turn my lights on because I looked like a freak. But Devin FaceTimes me and I am so confused. And we Three years without any like communication. Yeah. At this point, it had been quite three years. But yeah. And then you told me you were leaving your mission in the morning. We had a weird short conversation. That's all I remember. And that was that. Didn't hear from you at all. Didn't hear anything about your mission. I never I never emailed you or anything. No, we never talked. Like, I didn't even think about you. I was dating someone else really seriously that entire period. So it wasn't, I wasn't, like, curious. But Not then, even a little bit curious? Then you came home early from your mission which you have a podcast on. You should all listen to it. Thanks for rubbing it in my face. (laughs) And I was curious, genuinely curious why you came home, but not why you came home. I just was curious why I was home. Yeah. I I guess that's kind of the same, but you want to know what sin I had committed? No, but I saw that you were home like a couple days before your birthday. For some reason I had remembered when your birthday was. And because I'm memorable. Mm-hmm. And so I, it was a couple of days before your birthday. I had seen that you were home. I'm like, oh, it hasn't been that long. And on your birthday, I guess the spirit told me to text you. Yeah, I got home in September. No, my birthday's in January. January 7th. And I thought, oh, it's Devin's birthday. This would be a perfect opportunity to see, like, hmm, why is this guy home? Well, and first, not too soon after you got home because it, I didn't want to, like, offend you, like, right thank away. Thank you for giving me my space. Welcome. Well, you had, I had posted a photo on Instagram shortly after I got home. I was at a football game with a friend and we took a picture together and posted it on Instagram. And then you commented and all you said was you question mark. Oh yeah. And I never responded to it because I'd, I had got a lot of inquiries. <laughs> so I just, I left you alone for a while. Mm-hmm. But then on your birthday, I was like, I'm going to just be nice and mend this old relationship because I loved our friendship. We had a really fun friendship. Yeah. And at that point I wasn't dating anyone and I kind of, you were like on a breakish with this person. Yeah. But I just wanted to mend an old friendship and reconnect a little bit, but it definitely was a spirit telling me to do this. Cause I would not something I would usually do. I can't think of one other person that I it was brave that I took cookies on their birthday just for fun. Yeah, so Gracie texted me and asked if she could bring me cookies I just said, for my birthday. Happy birthday. Can I bring you some cookies? I think that was it. I just said, hadn't, you know, we hadn't talked in a long time. And you were really short with me. I remember you are just like, sure, I'll be at JT's. So, I think I said, I would love to have you bring me cookies. I don't know. And you know what? I'll rub your feet if you do. <laughs> and so you sped on up. You were touching my feet that night. I remember on the couch. That makes me sound weird. It's nice that I do it as your husband, but... Well, I'm about to make you sound weirder, so... Oh, okay. Thank you. 
And you gave me JT's address, and I came with a plate of cookies. I think you ate zero, and JT ate all of them. Don't fat shame JT. You know he's listening <laughs> oh to this. JT's one I'm of my not. best friends. I'm just saying. I remember him saying how good they were, and you never said anything. They so were like, really good. You for sure didn't eat any of them. No, I did. And you side note on these cookies. Do you remember? Because I I took them home, and then you were coming over to my yes, apartment. I think it was months later. I found it was them. months later. You were coming over to my apartment, and I was like, "Oh shit! I don't want her to know I didn't eat all our cookies." So I hide them in a random cupboard, and <laughs> forgot I put them there. And then I think it was when we were about to move in together. You, I was cleaning the apartment, yeah, to move in, and I found them. So it was six months, like a good six months later, yeah, seven months later. I am, I was so disgusting. Now I'm the cleanest person I know, thanks to you. Um, yeah, so I get there, and JT answers the door because you're on the couch playing a game on your phone. You don't look game. up from the game and I'm there for a, a solid six minutes and you don't even acknowledge that I'm there. I and do. all I'm thinking is this kid thinks he's so great and this was a mistake. Like why would I go out of my way to be kind and do something and he's going to act like this? I was so mad. It hurts my feelings knowing this. You were so rude. Didn't stand up from the couch to like acknowledge me. I just walked in, talked to JT. I was like, and so finally I sat down on the couch next to you and you finished your game. And then you looked up and you're like, hey, how are you? I I don't know that you thanked me for the cookies. Oh, it'll be fun to rewatch this event because I think it's a little But then you kind of warmed up to me. We're sitting on the couch together talking. I don't know why I stayed. I should have left right away. No, thank goodness you did. The spirit was really telling me to stay there. And I think I was nervous. So I was letting JT break the ice a little bit with <laughs> you. And I didn't want to seem like Your I nervousness was. nervousness came off as tool. <laughs> Maybe tool is not the right word. Like a-hole? Would that be That's but, Yeah, no, thank you. That's much better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds like I rubbed your feet that night. No, you just like squoze my toes. I remember thinking like, that's kind of gross. He's touching my feet, but whatever. And then... Eight years later. <laughs> That's all you ever do. <laughs> married. But it ended up working out. Because well, it worked out really well because later that night you said we need to hang out more. Yeah. Well, you ended up being nice to me eventually. And then <laughs> I was like, I told you we need to hang out again. And I went home and that was that. Can you tell me, can you tell the listeners some of my redeeming qualities so they don't? Eventually. Okay. We'll get there. Nice. <laughs> Next season. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we talked for a week. Maybe. Like we didn't text. I didn't want to text you. You probably didn't want to text me. And then I think I finally texted you again to Mm. hang out. You wanted to go hot tubbing. Oh, then did you text me? Because I wouldn't have said that. (laughs) Can I come hot tubbing at your house? I had never even been to your house. Holy cow, that's right. You had, yeah, I probably texted you and said we're going hot tubbing with a couple friends. I think you did because we did that a lot. So like a week later, we hang out that night and hung out. Oh, the next morning you left to Hawaii Mm -hmm. with some friends and you were gone for like a week. We texted every day that you were there. And then when you got home a week later, we hung out every day after that. We we kissed the day I got back. 
you kissed the me. The day we got, the day you got back from mm-hmm. Hawaii. Yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you had worked up the courage and you finally made finally your move. Kissed you. And by the uh, way, if you ask Gracie to recreate our first kiss, <laughs> it's so sexy. Oh, for me, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> And probably super sexy I for you, to too. I had to reteach Devin how to kiss. Well, I'd just been on a mission. No, he just has a giant mouth. Well, I'd maybe been kissing some fishy girls. What? <laughs> that sounds way worse than I wanted it to sound. Why I'm saying like, would you say that? I don't, even know how to, <laughs> I don't even know how to recover or like describe what I was meaning to say. So luckily I found you. And you taught me how to politely kiss. Did you kiss a girl after we started hanging out? No. <laughs> Not that I can remember. For reals. I don't think you did. I think we've, I think I asked you. So when I got home from my mission, I like went on a date with two girls and never, nothing even like came of it. And then you texted me, brought me cookies and then we got married. Yeah. Cause we hung out every day after you got back. Until we got engaged at the end of May. Which is funny about our proposal because we actually, we actually, we had been dating. We started dating in. Well, maybe we should tell that story. So we weren't, we hung out every day. We were just kind of best friends again, but we obviously knew we liked each other. Mm -hmm. And then. Sorry, I bumped my water bottle on. Eventually we need to. We so it's, val- it's, it's just before Valentine's Day. The day before day. Valentine's Day. And Devin, I don't know if he's doing anything for me. It's kind of like that awkward stage where you don't know if you should do something for each other. Which, guys, if you're listening to this, once you get married or start dating a girl, you will quickly find out that there is a holiday nearly every month that you have to get something. <laughs> Luckily, you should find yourself a wife who... Do you get me something every no, month? You are. If you see something, you buy it. That is not true. You whip out that credit card. You get what you want when you want. Will you clarify this? Because you make me sound like an idiot. <laughs> you would just tell people what a, what a mean guy I was. No, you Gracie were. has good discipline. Now you're talking about me currently. <laughs> you currently are none of those things that we were just talking no, I'm, about. You're right. My B. She doesn't buy anything she wants. I used to when I made millions. Yeah, but she. Now I don't work and it's. Yeah. Um. I'm working on my frugal, frugality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good work. So um, the day before Valentine's Day, it's like it's like midnight. We're hanging out. Me, Devin, Tanner, Tanner. Astle. Gosh, we've been saying, dropping your name a bunch, Tanner, first and last. Sorry if you get hate mail. <laughs> and we got on this website called, we were just bored out of our mind. And Gracie didn't know what this website was. But we get on Omegle. And Which... Like, I have no idea what... It's an online chat room, and it's pretty much... It's it's just a... Boys showing their private parts. Okay. Kind of website. And why I, why you guys thought that, that was a funny thing to do? They, they would get on it and, like, mock people, but I had no idea what this was. We I thought we were just laughing around having a good time i didn't see anything weird like no thank goodness it was it was a miracle and literally it's that a maybe should have been a red flag for me but again yeah, that's somehow there was some tanner in a while divine intervention there because nothing weird happened and we ended up meeting this random kid pops up on there stumble across the nicest kid just this good christian boy named aaron 
And shout out Aaron. I know you're listening right now. We eventually want to have Aaron on here because this was such a random funny thing. We end up talking. We, who knows why this kid is on this website either. We like, talked to him forever. We talked to him for like two hours. I swear. Cause it was like 2 AM when we hung up with him and then we finally got off the, the phone call, but we just get to know this kid, why he's on there. And I well, don't think he really knew why he was on there. He, he was just bored. He had bonded our relationship kind of made it official. Right. Well, that's what, that's what we'll get to. We, he just was nice and he was talking about his religion and his God. He plays gospel music and we were just, he just got a new we're having, tattoo. Yeah, we were having a great us. conversation. Young kid too. Like how he he, he was must have been sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, he ends up asking about us and we tell him that we're not really dating and then he's like, Well, let's make it official right now. Like so he made it official for us and he's the one who solidified our relationship and asked Devin if he was getting me something for Valentine's Day, and mm-hmm. he said, what should I get her? And Aaron told him to get me pots and pans. No, no, He told you to get me pots and pans because... Oh, because you were going I, to culinary school. I was, gonna, I was thinking about starting culinary art school. And I didn't get him pots and pans. Sorry, no. Aaron, that's a weird gift. No, it's a thoughtful gift. What did you get me? I can't remember. I didn't remember what I got you. I don't remember. Did I get you anything? You did get me a really great gift. I actually still have both of them. Mm-hmm. A cute jacket and a necklace, and they were really good finds. Lululemon. That's how you know I love you. Probably Amy helped you or something. Anyway. Probably. Shout out 3B Yoga, all the <laughs> girls there. Thanks for hooking it up. No kidding. But yeah, that's how we became official, and then we dated all of February, March, April, May. End of May. Well, beginning of, it was like end of April. We were literally just sitting on the couch bored one day. The things you do when you're bored. (laughs) And we hadn't really, like, I think we both knew we were going to marry each other, but do I really have to be closer to this? Like, I'm already so close to this microphone. Sorry. Um, We knew we were going to marry each other, but we hadn't really, like, talked officially about it yet. Well, well. From day one, you had always told me you loved me. Before, like, we were even official. You're like, I love you. I'm like... Because I knew. And I'm not saying it back. I'm like, I don't... I don't love you. And we're not even dating. But then you did say it back. But then it... Yeah, it was like, literally something just clicked. I was like, oh, wait, I do love this girl. So, but we knew we were going to get married, but we never, like, talked about it. Like, hey, do you want to get married? Or when when do you want to get married? Yeah. And it was so random. I don't know. I, I think everything that has happened with us has just been orchestrated by someone else. Cause I, it just happened. Like, I don't feel like I, we ever, did we ever think about it? I feel no. like everything just well, happened. I thought about it, but we didn't. It, I thought it about it after the place. decision was made. You know what I mean? <laughs> People are going to listen to this and be like, these guys are freaking crazy. And you know what? We are. We are. We are crazy, but it never felt wrong. No. Felt right. You know what? I didn't even tell my parents until after we had scheduled our well, wedding date. Well, that's what I'm date. saying. That that day we're bored sitting on the couch and we're like, should we call temples and see like what availability is? We're like, what temple would you want to get married? And we both said Salt Lake. I think both our parents got sealed there. So yeah. we're just like, let's just call them. See when they have an opening. So we called and 
we were like, oh, maybe August. Like, that's enough time to plan a wedding. We didn't want it to be too long. And called the temple August 12th, 10 a.m., 11 a.m. We're like, sure, schedule it. And that was that. We didn't tell anyone. We didn't ask our parents, nothing. And I was 18. Devin was 20. Yeah, we were really young. We were really young. And after, I think after we scheduled it later in that day, we called, we called our parents or I don't know. I don't remember telling them. Did we tell them in person? No, I had, my parents were in the kitchen and I said, Hey, I really, really like this girl and I'm going to, I'm going to get married to her. My dad started crying. (laughs) My dad's, he's so sensitive and yeah, he started crying and was really excited for us. Because I'm the first in my family married. Um, I was the first with kidney disease and the first to get married. That is true. And just and the full last of to have kids. And the last to have kids, and we'll actually do an episode. We'll talk about that later. We'll do an episode on that separate from this. But um, yeah, and I don't remember telling my parents. I remember when you. Oh, we went out to dinner with them. Yeah, because like I hadn't met your dad until we told them we were married. Yeah, but my dad knew who you were, and he's like, marry him. Like, don't even. Well, I, I, I so I was joking when I say that, obviously. Um, but, because I, I talked to her dad, and he was really difficult to get a hold of. And I, I, t- I texted him. I said, hey, I, I really need to get a hold of you, dude. And to ask you something, I need to ask you something, because I was going to ask his daughter to marry me. He just texted me back. He said, my man, the answer is yes to whatever you need. He's such a cool guy. My father-in-law is amazing. He's amazing. He may have been a little too chill with me, <laughs> but it, it worked out perfectly for me and for him, I think, as well, and you and everyone involved. I think he knew. We all knew it was a good It was a good decision. But, yeah, I mean. It, we it, had no obstacles. I mean, I feel like how I knew it was right is the second we scheduled that and, like, made the decision, everything fell into place just right away like you went out and got a decent job right away it's like my third job or second really and i w- worked for myself so i had a pretty good good income we f- knew we could you asked your parents if we could live in the apartment and that worked out perfectly everything just fell perfectly into place and so there was no sign ever or feeling no red flags. like yeah, like married. this. Nothing but good feelings. Yeah. So and yeah. Uh, then we dated. Oh, finally, Devin proposed the last day of May. And then the next day I left to Tonga on a humanitarian thing for like a couple weeks. And that was terrible. Well, it was terrible because I had just gotten engaged and then I yeah, had so to leave. Stressed. And I was, yeah, needing to plan a wedding because what I had June and July to plan the wedding. Yeah. It was, a, it was a short time to plan a wedding. And yeah. then we were getting married beginning of August, so. Well, and here we are, seven and a half years later, happy as can be. Happier than, I love you, how many days have we been married? A lot. That many times more than than Whoa. the first day we got married. Holy smokes. Well, and we, like I had mentioned earlier, we complement each other really well. Like, like we're pretty much complete opposites but we've also become each other <laughs> yeah every once in a while grace you will say something super funny and i'm like oh my gosh i would say that because guys otherwise i am 
very bland and not funny. <laughs> you're not bland. You're the spiciest girl I know. <laughs> you literally, so Gracie does not know how to procrastinate. Like it'll drive me nuts. She'll say like, Hey, can you, you know, can you go put this in your car, this paper? You need to remember it for work tomorrow. I'm like, okay, I'll do it in the morning. She's like, go do it right now. <laughs> or I'll just go do it. Or you'll do it for me. You're constantly making me like you remember everything and I remember nothing. So we're good at balancing each other out there. Mm -hmm. Um, You're a go getter. Get things done. I'm a. You get things done. I get things done, but (laughs) much slower than you do, which is all right. We all have our own strengths. We, we love opposite things. We do. We do love opposite things. And I was talking to our mutual friend, McCall, um, a couple weeks ago, and she had said something. She said, kind of got me pondering. She said, what do you and Gracie do to connect? Like, what do you do together to connect? Because Gracie loves working out. She loves doing yoga. And I don't love doing those things. I don't like walking up the stairs because it feels like I'm about to have a heart attack. I feel like I was going to have a heart attack earlier today. Hopefully some of these people have seen some of my Instagram videos of you hiking with me. Yeah. Every against once, your will. Every once in, like in a while. I'll forget the trauma of my previous hike with Gracie. For the first couple of years of our marriage, you would go every once in a while with me, but now it's like next to never. It's because I, I learned like, I doubt you're going to divorce me <laughs> over that anyway. You thought I would before. The thing is though, I'm super paranoid and Gracie's not paranoid one bit. For example, we travel to Europe about once a year. And when we had first gotten married, we went over to Italy and... On our way back, we had to lay over in Paris, and it was like midnight that we got there. And our layover, our flight didn't land until our like, layover was eight hours, and we landed at midnight. So yeah. it was a layover in the middle of the night. I'm like, I'm not gonna sit at the airport. I want to sleep on the plane home. Such poor planning of a of a typical like well, young. We probably person. just the cheapest one. Yeah, we we picked the cheapest flight. But, so I'm like, let's do something adventurous. Let's take a taxi to the city and go see. Paris in the middle of the night because which we're I'm, only here for eight hours. Which I'm okay with, and I and I I'm I'm glad we did that. The thing is, from like our flight from Italy to France, though it's not long. I watched Taken, oh. um, where the girl sold into sex slavery. My wife, if you don't know her, is tiny. She's she's four eleven and like four pounds eleven ounces, and <clears throat> she could kick anyone's butt and outrun anyone. She's she's just a prime target, easy to take, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, and she just doesn't think anything can, bad is going to happen to her. And I'm literally like keeping my eye on her like a hawk in, at the base of the Eiffel Tower. People are coming up like trying to offer her things to buy and all this. I'm like, get out of here, get out of here, pushing everyone away. And, it almost makes it not fun. <clears throat> yeah, I'm like a handler, <laughs> like her bodyguard who's not really capable of protecting. <laughs> Yeah, you were just as small as me. Yeah. Um, But you literally, and then we got in an argument. I can't remember over, but then you like left, started walking off on your own. I'm like. In Paris? Yeah. At like two in the morning. I'm like, I'm never going to find her again. I can't, I I can't do what what Liam Hemsworth does. Like if someone calls, like I'll be like, can you tell her to turn find my friends on so I can find her? This has got to be exaggerated. I, I didn't wish. believe you. You did. And you just started wandering off. Maybe I was walking in front of you. Like Paris is full of superheroes and nice guys. <laughs> That's full of rats, literal rats. and Yeah, Paris is dirty. And people want to kidnap you. 
And then once we were flying back from South Africa to the States and we had, uh, we got to the airport super early, super early. And Okay, you may, you tell the story like it's my fault, but it was it, not my fault. I don't know whose fault it was then. Well, we didn't know we had to be in a certain no, no, area. No, 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 no. This is before that. So we had a flight from um, Cape Town to Dubai. We got to the airport in Cape Town super early. You were like, I'm going to go walk around. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Don't forget, we need to be at our gate at this time. And our phones don't work in South Africa, so I can't get a hold of her because she's wandering doing who knows what and i'm like at the gate because our flight's about to leave and i'm i i didn't see her and so i'm like asking the gate agent like hey did a little girl get on here like she's super small super cute uh i know this sounds really creepy coming from me but she's actually my wife uh devin and i have been on like 200 flights together and this has happened once and guess what i was not even that late well you said you said to me like they're not going to leave me. I'm like, that's literally what airlines <laughs> do. That's what they bank on is, is you leaving. Well, you're not, you're not showing up. Did we make it? <clears throat> barely. Literally the last aboard and barely, barely made it. And I was like, I was like, do I get on the plane and go to Dubai and leave her here in South Africa? And you would have. No, I wouldn't have. What would have happened is I would have stayed and then you would have been on the plane without <laughs> me knowing. I would have been stuck. It would have been your worst nightmare. Yeah, it really would have been my worst nightmare. Well, so she helps that happened calm one me down, time. I guess. And and yeah, you have to know Devin's overly dramatic. Oh, if you've traveled with me, you'll know I'm a paranoid traveler. Like I'll psycho. I'll, I'll get on before we go. I'll Google Earth where we're going, so I know the streets, so I don't get lost, so I know where like where a police station is, any of that. Because I'm not about to get lost in Europe. I'll speak the language. They see me, they're like, "We could sell this guy." Make a bunch off of him. Looks friendly. Funny. Funny. Looks giving. <laughs> Were you going to say strong and then you stopped yourself? No. <laughs> I used to be strong. I was looking you at photos. Strong. No, I'm not. I was looking at photos just earlier today and I was like, dang. You're strong. You used to work out. Gracie. You're spiritually strong. Even then, I feel your, like I'm pretty weak. Your humor is strong. Yeah. But I. And your legs are strong. No, they're not. Carry me up the stairs. I could. And you have the cutest bum. My heart would explode. Well. I like everything about you. Hey, those are those redeeming qualities I was asking you about earlier. Oh, I could go on forever, but we've already wasted 42 minutes of you can whoever is listening. Oh, our listeners life. would love to hear other redeemable qualities about me. Well, I got to... I got to save something so they keep coming back. No, actually, you guys, thank you. We are going to wrap this up, but I wanted to thank my beautiful wife for coming on and entertaining me and allowing me to share a little bit of our lives. Sorry, I have to apologize for her ADD. She gets off track super easy. And yeah, did we even finish any of the stories we told? Well, We got married August 12th. 2013. Our reception was two nights before in his parents' backyard. It was fun, and we had a great time. And I just don't know that people care about that those details. All I'm saying is it's been seven and a half years of bliss and hell. Mm-hmm. Which is the combination for magic. Lots of miracles. Tons of miracles. Tons of lots love. Of, lots of sadness. Tons of blessings. But not because of each other. Mainly no. because of life 
but we'll get into a lot of those aspects. Actually, if you join me next week, uh, we're going to be talking about our fertility journey and how, what it's been like. You sure start. people want to hear me back to back? Okay, maybe not next week. <laughs> <laughs> One no. of these times we'll do We're going to we'll do a do fertility more. podcast talking about what it's like. Kind of our journey. Yeah, trying to start a family and the difficulties of it, uh, blessings. The parts that are. don't make any sense. Yeah, all of that. We're going to talk about it. But I wanted to thank you guys for joining me this week. And stay tuned for next week. Thank you guys so much. I hope that you enjoyed this. And have a great day. Thank you so much.